Greetings, nerds. This is CNN Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well. How are you this evening, sir? I'm doing fine. We have a shit ton to talk about. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> because content just loves to pour or just dwindle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like true feast or famine. It's like, as we were talking beforehand, you know, this tonight we've got Obviously, across the Spider Verse, we've got Superman and Lois, which you've, you've you've limited me to like five minutes, and then and then of course Vanderpump Rules, and then and then of course there's just even though and there's actually some news this week too as far as uh, you know, things right. going on with with the various uh, professional guilds. So yeah, we yeah. just jump right into it because it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I need listeners like. I like this is becoming a joke, a pre-show joke between me and Will about certain times when I'm like, dude, you got to limit this to five minutes. And then he even will tell me, Sarah, it'll, I only have five minutes to discuss about this show. And it's never five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you break it just as much as I do. <laughs> okay. Sure. But I also never tell you, I never tell you, like, yeah, that's, I only have five minutes. <laughs> um, but sometimes I understand, but sometimes I'm like, really? We had to, hmm, interesting. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see where this conversation takes us, but like we said, we have a lot to get get to, um, and and as we were talking about before, feast or famine, and it looks like there's going to be some famine in our future as the first news topic is Will is going to update us on the whole writer's strike. Yeah, so the writer's strike continues, but there has been some glimmer of hope. The Directors Guild... Uh, did come to an agreement this week with the uh, with the producers and the studios. So uh, the Directors Guild, I think their board has uh, ratified the agreement and they will uh, give it to the full membership. So you know, for a while there, it was looking like you know, at the by the end of this month that potentially all three guilds were going to be uh, have a complete work stop, stoppage. But uh, that's not the case now. The directors. Uh, you know, came to some agreement on uh, things as far as their benefits, uh, as far as and also the global residuals, uh, also things related to uh, AI, uh, where uh, you know that's a big thing that for for all the guilds right now, uh, where uh, they are making sure that AI, AI can't be used to replace actors, uh, mm. but and uh, and also uh, some residuals, uh, the directors guild. Uh, especially given that uh, we have you know the variety shows and reality shows that you know we've been branching out on those now here on the podcast with Vanderpump, but uh, they're also uh, the Directors Guild was able to negotiate residuals for that and, and some other things as well. But you know it was clearly an agreement that they all uh, the, the, the guild was felt very good about, and so uh, that one is um, the guild that guild is moving forward. Uh, the, as Sarah noted, the uh, Screen Actors Guild um, was another big news this week. Uh, the Guild, 97% of the, I guess it was about 45% of the membership was, was actually higher than uh, what was previously uh, out, uh, I guess, when they had their negotiations three years ago. 
or so ago, uh, voted to uh, authorize a uh, strike authorization. Now, they are still under contract as far as their current contract with the Screen Actors Guild and the Theatrical Arts, but uh, if they don't come to an agreement by the end of this month, uh, they will also have a work stoppage uh, and, and will be joining the, the writers and, and, and their writer strike, which doesn't look like it's making any movement at all. Uh, this, hmm. uh, this seems to be uh, seems to be a stalemate at this point, and uh, and it's interesting because of the guilds. I mean, the the writers and directors are smaller compared to the to the screenwriters, uh, which I guess that's also you know with the turnout, with the vote, you know, kind of shows that as well. I think I was I think I heard where like the Screen Actors Guild has over a hundred thousand members or so, um, but um, but you know the other two are obviously much smaller. But, uh, of course, the Screen Actors Guild, we've talked about this before here on the pod, some of their things as far as, of course, AI being one of the things and also just, uh, you know, compensation, just uh, so, and, and also residuals uh, for uh, for properties, especially things that are on streamers and stuff because, you know, you may see an actor, you know, get a, get booked. And, you know, we've, we've had actors on the show before and they talk about the whole booking process and, you know, with auditions and stuff. And, um, you know, they get a nice little check for that. But the thing is, where they really a lot of times make their money to sort of sustain them with, you know, as they are auditioning for new projects, is the residuals. So uh, so that's one of the things that the Screen Actors Guild is, is really pushing hard for, in addition to the AI protections and other things like that. So, uh, But that's where things stand with the guilds as of uh, June 8th. Man, well... We, if if all all else is lost, we will certainly maybe have some updates yeah. <laughs> about all of this stuff. If there's nothing else to talk about, because just while all of these um, union negotiations are underway, uh, shows are wrapping up, um, and there are shows that have finished and are going to come out, but then eventually we'll get to that point where we'll see the effects of all of this, um, certainly with delays. And speaking about shows wrapping up, Ted Lasso wrapped up its third season. So, Will, Hmm? third season of Ted Lasso, it's really interesting to me Hmm. because there... I remember the second season of Ted Lasso, there being a little bit of controversy mm-hmm. with the viewers about like, really, you took that character and you made him the bad guy? This season, they kind of undid everything. And um, the season finale, emphasis on season finale, felt like a series finale. I thought it was. But we know. Oh. What? I thought I thought this, I thought this was it. I thought it was the third and final season. Okay, well, see, I is it because nobody told me, and okay. unless you did, and I forgot. <laughs> I I don't watch I don't watch Ted Lasso, but whenever I I thought when I saw some of the things when it was premiering, and I and I could be wrong, but I thought it was like the third and final season. Because I could have sworn. Because I I listen to people talk about this show and they've never said that it was the the final season. However, the way they they ended it, it felt like that. Now even on IMDb, it says the season finale. It doesn't say okay. the series finale. Okay. So it's weird. 
Um, I don't know. I I can appreciate why they went this direction um, because with Ted Lasso, the big thing, the big premise is you have an American football coach go overseas because he's trying to run away from his divorce to to coach a soccer team. Mm-hmm. I know it's Brit. We're talking Brit England, so it's football over there. But I'm Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so by the third season and everything that we've learned about him, his ex-wife, and his son, it kind of is like there. This season is mainly about Ted. Why are you still here? Like, what is the point? Mm-hmm. You have a kid over there. Who you can barely see so so with without saying where where this goes you kind of get what i'm mm-hmm. leaning toward mm-hmm. in terms of how they ended this as a series finale um but they did it in a crafty way where they didn't necessarily hint at um they didn't like leave a big easter egg of like oh this is how he's gonna come back but they they also they also they tied it but they didn't tie everything tight. Maybe mm. that's the way I should put it. Okay. It wasn't tight. It it definitely feels like there's more to tell. Okay. Um and you know the dark side of me, I'm just like the ex wife is gonna die <laughs> and then gonna, like I swear to God, I was I was play it like that's gonna be the big twist. <laughs> like, like I went dark. <laughs> Um, just, just because, you know, I, 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 I like the third season a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think nothing's going to compare the first season of Ted Lasso, um, for the show. I'm not talking in comparison to other shows, but okay. yeah. So, so I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I'm very curious, um, to see what happens in the fourth season, like in 2026, when we get it. Yeah. given all of the strike things. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, speaking about things that maybe will come in the distant future <laughs> eventually, <laughs> um, and yet with all the strikes, casting continues to, like, nourish our um, entertainment news, and, and we, we did talk about the lowest side of the whole Superman, new Superman movie, and casting, um, but we didn't talk about the um, reported actors who are up for Clark, which includes Nicholas Holt, David Crosswet, and both Will and I looked this up, and he, we do know him from um, We Own the City, which yep. we talked about last summer, and if you missed those episodes, and if you didn't watch that show, highly recommend. You can mm-hmm. find it on Max, formerly known as HBO Max. But yeah. Max, <laughs> um, and then Tom Brittany as well. Um, so, so wait a second, Will. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're all Brits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know they're yeah. They, they they fired one. They fired one Brit, and they're bringing it possibly bringing in three. But the thing about Nicholas Holt, and I know we talked about this beforehand, and and but with. The, and bring it here to to the show itself. So, you know, he did. He was a finalist for the Batman that ultimately uh-huh. went to, 
Yep, that ultimately went to uh, Pattinson. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't think so. My thinking on this is, I think he's actually reading for Lex. And I know, like, whenever whenever the yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah, when the video audition tapes went in a few weeks ago, when that story broke, I guess it was around Memorial Day, uh, it was at that point, people were just sending audition tapes. You know, there was no in-person auditions or anything like that. Holt was mentioned then, and I think it was maybe Deadline that really, really just, just did not back off that. In fact, they don't think that he was actually reading for Superman, but he was actually auditioning for Lex. Oh, I I also would completely buy. Um, he was reading for Superman, but mm. they they were just like you're Lex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I mean, as soon as you said Lex, I'm like, yeah, because he was also rumored to be the Riddler mm-hmm. at one point, mm-hmm. if I'm mistaken. And he right now his show which. Forgive me, I have not watched either season of The Great, and I think it's about to come with its third season, but he he plays a, a bad guy. He He's a really good actor, yeah. um, but he's definitely, over the years, has this type of not being, being like the... We- he's the Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> And if you don't know that reference, you haven't been listening to our deep dives into Vanderpump Rules, which we'll <laughs> talk about later. But I, I think I think there is just something slightly off. So I think that's a great call. And if he's Lex, and I'm just going off of appearance, guys, mm-hmm. but David Crosswet for the win. That that yep. man is beautiful. Yep. I don't know if I simped enough off, off of him. Um if I was much of a simp during our We on the Night or We on the City discussions, probably because that's a very serious show. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it really... Is <laughs> he is, yeah. Yeah, whenever, because I, I had forgotten that until you reminded me that's where we knew him from, and then I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, but, but it's just... But he, but he can also... Classic face mm-hmm. that you automatically associate with Superman. Right. Um. So I don't know if it's too on the nose, and they might not go there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I mean, this goes back to our lowest discussion. Like, what we don't know enough about the story that James wants to do with Superman to know who would be the best fit. Mm-hmm. Um, because Crosswet could have been easily put into that role for any of the previous ones, minus Christopher Reeves yeah. um, movies. Like, like because he fits into that, that stereotype, that, that archetype. Mm-hmm. Um, for that character, so I don't know. It's it's not. It wouldn't be as genius casting as John Cena as Peacemaker. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I mean, it really does. I mean, it, it's. I guess if you know, g- given what James has said, he's trying to get that all-American you know, Smallville 
look, you know. All fair, Kenneth, we're going to hire a Brit. We're going to hire a Brit. I'm like, like I said, we fired one Brit, but we were, we're bringing in, <laughs> we're bringing in some others. But, you know, but, you know, maybe the only thing is, Crosswood, he, he, he is fine. He may, be, he may be too pretty. But if, but the thing is, I mean, yeah. if he can, but if he can, like, and that's where, you know, this, so apparently, according to Deadline today, the, this next round of, uh, auditions will be in person and are apparently I think taking place over uh, Father's Day weekend and there could be some more people coming uh, as well but these were the th- these were the three uh, actors and then as far as the Lois is it was just real quick it was down, down to Emma Mackey, Rachel Brosnahan and uh, Phoebe Diner Diner mm-hmm. and um, and so maybe again and you know maybe you know to our Lex theory maybe the you know they're they're doing tests against you know each other as far as like you know Holt base base maybe playing the playing the role of Lex and just sort of seeing how they they play off one another so you know it's it's all things you know they're clearly in pre-production I mean obviously they can't do James can't touch it as far as being a writer now I mean now that because of because of the uh, strike, but he, he he has noted that he is storyboarding things. So I mean, they are clearly moving ahead with this film. So uh, yeah, yeah. I I already don't like the idea of Halt being yeah. Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah. which might be a good thing. Like if he gets cast in that role, because then then I can be proven wrong. But mm-hmm. I just I can't see it. Yeah. I um, and it's just because you brought up Lex, I just. It, it reminds me of the casting um, when um, James uh, Jim Jim Kurzinski. Mm-hmm. No, that's his character. What is his actual name? Oh my god! Oh, John Krasinski. Yeah, John Krasinski was up for Captain America. Right, right. Yeah, and you're yeah. just like, I get why, but it just doesn't match up yeah. and it's not just because we know chris evans like it's just jim from the office yeah, yep <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. no um so so yeah i just i can't i can't visualize it but i can definitely see him as nicholas as um as lex or even go back to batman as riddler you know mm-hmm. as as like a, a bad guy in this yeah. universe yeah and course what actually is american who? Uh, David Cornsway. He is actually American. Why did I? You told me he was a Brit. No, Tom Brittany's Brit. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not going to go into the pre-show confusion yeah. that was. Yeah. But I forgot. Good. But actually, yeah. I just I just happened to look at it. I was as we were talking. I was just I I uh, just again because he's so he's such a fine man i just had to like look at him again <laughs> and so oh, i saw his imdb page he's like oh he's from philly <laughs> oh i know why i didn't simp after him because you were because do- <laughs> i was doing it <laughs> yeah, we'll all right that's it we're moving on from superman uh, um oh or are we because we do have um because superman and lois will be off for the unforeseeable future. <laughs> for, for a week. <laughs> for a week, because, you know, that's what they do. Yep. Um, we we kind of had a little season finale of its own. Yeah. With this episode, it was, I was not expecting it. Um, and, 
And I will be honest, the first 20 minutes of this episode, real slow. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Very dragged out, like, okay. And I don't know. It, there was just something off about about it. Um, but, but yeah, we... we uh, was it I off? like how we go... Let me just ask. Yeah, I was just wondering, was the offness of it just sort of the the, the whole like I guess pre-surgery mill or 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 well, that just was draggy, you know, like yeah. the pre-surgery meal. Like I felt like we spent twenty twenty minutes of the episode the night before the surgery, mm-hmm. um, because because the first twenty minutes almost felt like. Hey, for those of you who did not watch last week, here's a rundown of where every single character is. And I guess maybe they felt like they needed to do that just because so much happened last week. Yeah, yeah. And it was a good... Yeah. Yeah. Because there Um, there was, like, a lot of things that happened, you know, as far as just, you know, especially how how it ended and with Pia, you know, getting with the shot and you know and 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 the the, the obviously Sarah's DWI and and those kind of things so it ended on a very like soft, you know dark note <laughs> so maybe they felt like they needed those kind of yes it is dark that you know you know this it's the emotional beat of this show i mean they they really do play into the emotions and so like they they really wanted to set up a very maybe hopeful vibe as far as yes she's got the sur- Lois has got the surgery coming up but you know, she's got her she's got her support system ready for. Her. Yeah, yeah, she she does. Which, yeah, I, I continue to have issues with the whole Lois cancer story mm-hmm. arc. Um, she didn't seem sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she not to seem sick, and it's just it's annoying to me. And um, I don't know. I it's just yeah. they they could have done so much better with this and handled it so much yeah um with more care Mm -hmm. um they they did at the beginning but slowly as it's gone on i've started to lose more and lose more um i don't i want to say credibility but i'm not sure if that's the right word but yeah i i just i i agree that it ended on a very dark note um but Come on, Will. I mean, how much do we really care about Sarah at this point? <laughs> well, actually, so that that was yeah. Well, so for me, the Sarah Cow, I thought. So I thought really the the MVP, one of the MVPs of this episode was actually Cow, because he, you know, he you know he had the the true reaction of someone who, you know, you know he's been kept out of the loop on the secret other than the other daughter who I guess at this point is a ghost but we, we won't spend we won't, we won't go there uh, but I, I did you know but he did I think whenever he you know so he was like you know how he had his reactions with Clark and then he, and then he takes his frustrations out on Chrissy and I don't think I don't know if it was her solely I think it, he, she just happened to be the unfortunate person who was there and just got the brunt of like all you know everything from how you know she treated him like an idiot last week how 
Lana has kept this from him. You know, everybody in town, it seems like, and, and, and I was reading a, a blog post from uh, someone I follow on Twitter, and, and, and uh, he writes for comic book resources, and he made a good point that, you know, the show is sort of scared, sliding towards the Arrowverse where everybody in the town knows who the secret, the secret identity of the hero. The Arrowverse. I yeah. mean, it was part of crossover, so. Yeah. It's uh, Arrowverse adjacent, I guess, even though they made it clear. They, they try to separate themselves from it, but. But, but to go to counter your point about Kyle, see, I would have liked it more had it been clearer that he was mad at more than just Chrissy because mm. he spent a lot of time with Lana. He didn't mention the thing. Yeah. But... To the point where I thought as a viewer, to a point where I thought as a viewer, does he know that she knows? They <laughs> <laughs> made it clear. Yeah, he made he yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean with the reveal because everybody yeah, everybody in the, I think with the reveal last week with with George, he figured that yeah, I think no, he, with Sarah and he, everything with the wreck. I mean, but he thinks because he, he thinks but he right. Yeah. He he might think Sarah knows, but does he know that Lana knows? Yeah, I think so. How? Yeah. Um, How? because because of Jonathan. He well, obviously he's mistaken about Jonathan. But, but there that, was something. That's how I, he knows that Sarah knows. What about Lana? Oh God! There, there was Clark told him. Whenever they had okay. to reveal, Clark told him. Well, we'll see. Then I'm just, I'm just, I don't, I don't give the MVP to Kyle because well, the dude let me, let me, let me, has been yeah. lied to by by so many more people than Chrissy. So I no. don't know. Well, the, the second point, as far as why I thought he was the MVP, was more to your point about Sarah and how he yeah, handled I'm that. that huh? I'm going to counter that, too. Yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, I mean, this basically the really bringing up the mental health issues and stuff. Yeah, You know, it wasn't so much, like, you know, you know where she was just in in despair and, 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 slip, and she was slipping back into depression. But I thought it was, and it could have, I mean, granted, it could have gone a little bit deeper with it. But I but I think they, they touched on the surface of what, you know, not that she wasn't an alcoholic, but more... The depression and, and and he talks about his depression after his mother dies and other things like that so that they started the discussion about mental health and and, and getting treated for that that i don't know it, like i said it wasn't like deep deep but they opened it opened up the door that i thought was what was welcoming uh given that uh it 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 it, it, it explored something that um, that I think they needed to do. Well, I a lot of this episode, it's like I I was on board with the plot point, but by the end of it, I was like, really, you went, mm. you did that? Um, because of course they have to go the mental health route, given Sarah's history of when we first meet her. There is. Right. They talk about how she she tried to commit suicide because she was so depressed. So so I think Lana's reaction of like you need to talk to your therapist because this is not going to end well. I was kind of like 
why why did Sarah get so defensive about the drinking? Like, yeah, we know you're not an alcoholic. Like, that's not that's not what this is about. Um, I I just thought that was a weird moment. But then it got weirder when the answer was become a waitress. <laughs> just well. like. I don't understand how one relates to the other from, I guess, his she, whole thing about responsibility yeah. and having having yes. something to do. Yeah. But the, at the same time, I, I almost felt like that was just proving her point more about never being able to get out of Smallville. Well, because, yeah. because her... What she's viewing right now is she has a DUI. She's not sure about college, like who will take her with this on her record. And um, and also, how does this relate at all to the other thing she's dealing with, where she feels like she not only fucked up her, her like romantic relationship with Jordan, but also now she's learning, oh, we're, we can never be friends. Mm-hmm. Like... I've totally, and yet he still saves me at the end of the day. So, so she's dealing with a lot of other emotional stuff on top of that. Um, I also personally just like, yeah, she's not an alcoholic, but my parenting, and I'm not a parent, but would have been like, but girl, you better not drink if you're a depressed person, because that just makes you more depressed. Like, yeah. And I think that's where Cal is coming from. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where Cal is coming from. Yeah. But he also never like he, he just, he acknowledged and said, yeah, we know you're not an alcoholic. Right. He didn't, he didn't say, but like a habit like that one day you're not an alcoholic, but then it leads it. If you use that as a crutch, yeah. Going forward to deal with your issues, you will be an alcoholic. Yeah, and I think, and I, and I guess, and that, and that's where I was getting. I think you, you took my point to the next place, which is why I felt that it was it could have been handled a little deeper. And I think what you just said there is where that was what was missing. Yeah, and I'm just I'm just holding the, these writers up to the standard that they said what I thought the standard that they set in season one mm-hmm. with these characters and with these relationships. So I, I know people probably think I'm very highly critical and like not, not being like, at least they touched it. But I, if I'm a viewer and I'm having these thoughts, I'm I'm gonna share that because yeah no 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 you're, yeah and you're right I mean because they did set a very high bar that first season yeah the the miscarriage episode I just always go back to that yeah. episode because that yeah. was like mm-hmm. iconic to me um yeah. but so while that's all happening we we have surgery day and also Jordan getting X-ray vision because we need to do something with the with the twins um and and we we have blackouts because Pia is just um losing control cuz the cure didn't work mm-hmm. and um basically self-destructs by the end of it yeah yeah um which which leads me to to okay well mm-hmm. we have gotten to know Mannheim mm-hmm. over the last dozen episodes pretty well Especially in terms of his his uh, 
rational thinking when it comes to his wife and son in terms of his hatred for John Henry. Yes. <laughs> in terms of, like, his inability to accept the fact that his wife is dying. Mm-hmm. Did, did, it, did it just seem a bit, like, too rational how he reacted to Superman bringing her corpse to him? And then the next moment, they're at the DOD, and he's like, my son goes free. I, I will admit to everything. It, it just, just I, I felt it was too quick. I was well, like, yeah. hmm. well, that was a bit quick. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a fast resolution to that. I, I, would, I, I would agree with you there. Um, I, I think there's just a couple things. Uh, one, to, your, to, the, to the brothers. Uh, but what I was thinking was, Jonathan, get out of the. Don't be like right in his line of sight. You're gonna get burned to death if he like has a heat vision moment. <laughs> Very boys esque. Um, to the um, but, but the Mannheim point. Yeah, I mean, I think. It was very quick resolution, but also I think they were just sort of set. You know, it was clearly the the it was the juxtaposition they set from the moment when Pia was like losing control of of her powers and 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 Lois going into surgery at the same time, and so they just you know they set up this construct where both husbands uh, were basically had to make a choice. And 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 in doing their choice, they they they're not going to be there with their partner in, in their mo- in their in their moment of need or crisis. So, and you're right. I mean, it, given all what we've seen of him up to up to this point in the you know, prior eleven episodes, especially after we learned to reveal of of her. Uh, Pia being his wife, uh, it, it was a very, very quick res, re, you know, res, resolution as far as just like um, him. It just felt too rational. Yeah, it, but it but felt- but I mean, I guess the thing that Pia told Clark, told Superman, whenever she did die, uh, she whispered. Yeah. Maybe that that was the thing that pulled him back. That pulled it, you know, pulled him back because that is something that she. He recognized that that they always said, even whenever they were doing their criminal enterprises, those were that was that that was their way of showing love to, to one another. So even in her in her last moment, she was still thinking about him, and he and 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 shared that with Superman. And super and, and so maybe that pulled him back to be like, all right, I I have really fucked up, and I've done all these things, and at the end of the day, she still died. And now I'm about to lose my son because I pulled him, you know, the one thing that we tried to protect him from was this whole enterprise and we've pulled him into it now. So maybe that was where he, that was the, maybe the, what was going through his head and rationale for why he was like, okay, I'll cut a deal. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Considering earlier in this episode, he was going to kill Nat at one point. Yeah. It just felt, and this was all the same day. Um, and, and knowing, being shown through actions, how much he, um, to an irrational extent, um, will protect 
his wife and his son um being confronted with the finality that your wife has died you did not save her Mm -hmm. you made it worse for him to within like a few hours become out be very rational about i just i i guess what they set up for the character for me was more of like the you killed her yeah (laughs) (laughs) like you did this like blame and i would have been like you know that fits that fits considering he Mm -hmm. he was gonna kill he was making her kill john henry in that episode and almost superman and it's just everything it didn't match and 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 i guess they couldn't do that um given time constraints yeah um and so they did what what you just described um but to me it just it was just so abrupt and did not align with um the act the actions in the previous episode and what was set up for this character and and his world view um but but yeah and it makes sense but what also doesn't something else i'm just gonna call it out Um, there's a lot of poor fathering happening on the show okay because because john henry is standing there knowing his daughter is on the other side and it's like you will protect my son so you're gonna have two teenagers who are dating under the same roof what yeah yeah that yeah that was yeah i was just like uh i was like okay how's this going to work here okay all right (laughs) mateo is gonna go stay with um with lois's dad maybe that's the solution or you know kyle and lana like we've been led to believe they have two children they can just adopt mateo you know exactly (laughs) they will get more screen time yeah um but 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 that's that's one like okay john henry i see you um but the other instant just to go right back to the twin storyline is (laughs) clark's face (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i i love i love um tyler right in Mm -hmm. this role in this role he does it great yeah i will have to say in this moment this is one of his like his not so good acting <laughs> because just just the the Jonathan coming in and being like I got this dad and like being able to calm down his yeah. twin while his dad just stands there with the face of like I don't know how to do anything <laughs> yeah but they set that up they really you know with they set that up the previous episode yeah yeah. And, and, and it's nice because we hey, it does harken back to season one where we were yeah. told Jordan and Jonathan like Jordan Jonathan would always know how to calm down yeah. um, Jonathan yeah. um, but but still in that moment just the lack of words and and it's funny because last week um, he wanted to spend time with his son mm-hmm. here's your chance to be a father Clark yep. <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just what's funny to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think our five plus ten minutes about the Flash <laughs> has come to an end, or not the Flash, um, Superman and Lois 
because we have Spider-Man to get to, yeah. something that Will has been waiting a week exactly to talk about. Yeah, yeah. All right, Will. Well, you have seen this movie twice. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear the movie twice? <laughs> so I, I did hear it. Uh, I wasn't both viewings, both at an AMC theater and at a local independent theater. It, I, yeah, I, I, there was parts, I was hoping, you got to tell me what Gwen said at the beginning, (laughs) because the sound mix was so messed up, uh, so I, there there were some points where I just, I was like, you know, this is where you, you know, when you're at home and you, you can like flip on the closed caption, I was, I had, I had that moment in the theater, the first time I thought, I was like, oh, I thought it was for dramatic effect, the second time I was like, something's up. And then, right. you know, and then, and then did, you know, did see Chris Lords um, and, and other people on, you know, on Twitter and other places saying that, yeah, the sound mix is definitely messed up. So, but uh, beyond, but other than that issue, I absolutely love this film. I, I, you know, and I, and I still, I'm still holding to my point that I did last week, uh, both last Thursday and last Friday when I, when I saw it, I'm not going to say it's better that intro into the spider verse but and i'm not going to say but it is but i will say that it definitely is and it is still in my top five as far as comic book movies for sure um but i but you know like all time time, yeah okay yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, i agree with you i i don't think i wouldn't say that it's better than the first one um, but I think it's on par yeah. with what the first one did. Exactly. That's where I'm at right now. It's, it's, it's not better. It's not worse. Yeah. It's just, it, it's the sequel. Yep. Um, but I just want to go back to your point about sound mixing because I find it so funny. The handful of times when something is better in Alaska, because I went to the movie <laughs> on, on Wednesday, on Sunday not a problem with the sound mixing. I could hear everything. Can I tell you what she said? No, because I don't remember because it's a two and a half hour long movie. <laughs> yeah. But wait a second, there's more, Will, because I warned you about this. Okay, guys, before we get into Spidey, I have to have a five minute rant about previews. <laughs> <laughs> it, it blows my mind, Will, how this happened. Okay, I, I already told Will about this one, so now I'm telling all of our listeners. Okay, on Sunday, I was at my parents' house. My parents live in North Pole, okay, which is about 20 to 30 minutes outside of Fairbanks. So I decided to leave, like, pretty much at 3 o'clock to go to the movies. And I drove, and I got to the theater. I want to say 3.20, had to go buy my ticket, had to get to my seat. And I bought my ticket, and I was I was tempted. I was like, "There's the 3:05 showing, mm-hmm. and then there's the 3:35 showing." But I'm like, "I bet you, the movie hasn't even started for the 3:05, <laughs> I, or if it has. I've maybe missed three minutes." I walk into the theater. I sit down. They're not. They're at the whole stupid. Hey, silence your cell phones. Blah blah oh, blah. God. They've done all of the previews. They just they just are like, 
you're in a movie theater, like that stupid gimmicky commercial, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever. It's not even a preview. You haven't it's seen Nicole much- Kidman yet. <laughs> well, we, I'm at an AMC. We never see Nicole Kidman. Okay. Um, we have this other stupid thing. Okay. So, so I'm just like, oh my God. I literally walked into the theater at 3.30 and the movie that started at 3.05 hadn't even started. Wow. Wow. That's how many previews there are. Like, and, 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 yeah. and I and I was clocking it. I was every now and then would look at my cell phone and be like, what time is it? Mm-hmm. Where are we at in this movie? I got out of the theater at 5.40. Yeah. I, I'm... I'm still trying to understand how much, like, did they, when they said this is a two and a half hour movie, yeah. <laughs> did count previews? No, that's <laughs> just, that's just, that's just 220, you know, start the credits, in the credits, but. I, I don't, I don't know, Will, I'm just, there's something not adding up to me with that math, and, yeah. um, and, and also, I, I've been to a lot of two-and-a-half-hour movies. This did not feel like a two-and-a-half-hour movie. No, it didn't. This felt like an hour-and-a-half movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. it went by quick. Yeah, it did. Uh, and that's why I had to see it two times. I mean, I was... Because the first time... And to your rant, uh, go to your support. If you have local independent theaters, support them in your community, because that's what I did the second time. I actually went to yeah. a place called the Carolina Theater, which is... Uh, and um, and uh, they have a lot of film festivals and stuff here, uh, here in Durham. But um, yeah, they, you know, they said the movies, you know, start time six thirty. I got there like six thirty-two because of traffic. But you know, it started at six forty. I was like, whew, I'm, you know, I, I'm glad I got there when I did because <laughs> I would have missed the uh, not hearing Gwen the second time. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, support your local local independent theater. But uh, yeah. to your point, that movie, yeah, I mean, it it zipped by. I mean, it was just so freaking much. And that's, you know, and like I said, uh, you know, I saw it the first time and I, I literally just, it just blew me away. I just couldn't digest, digest it all because it was just. Huh? I don't think anybody can yeah. walk out of that theater and say. I need to watch that movie probably four more times just to get maybe 50% of the yeah. Easter eggs. Yeah, and it's because not... To your point earlier about this movie being um, made for a closed caption, it's made for rewind. It's mm-hmm. made for everything we love about watching a movie at home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It totally is. And it's not a complaint. I mean, I, I absolutely love this film. I mean, it's just... Right. It's really not a complaint. It's just the irony. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean everything. You know, just to you know, and I know you got to hear the notes, and we'll get into it. But like the comic book aspect of it, you know, the you know this film, the second film. Now they have like, you know, anybody's read a comic book, you know, how they have the the, the little you know the star, the asterisks, and the little description box and stuff in there. And that's what I would just love if I could just like hit pause because I could just see like you know, canon event. You know, da, 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 da. here's what it means. You know, any, those, those, the Abansky, you know, all those little things, all those details. It's just like, it was just so many details. And, and I just, yeah, I, I just, this film was just, 
I, I, I was just telling, telling my daughter tonight, I was like, Let's, hey, when, anytime you want to go see it, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> Again, I'm down because uh, we saw it together, and they haven't seen it the second time, but it's just so many great things about it. And, and even more so, like, you know, like we're doing now, we're talking about it, but listen to other podcasts and, like, Screen Crush and folks do the Easter eggs. Uh, and, you know, so if you know, I would totally recommend going to check those them out or heavy spoilers uh, to really break down a lot of those Easter eggs because they do a phenomenal job of really describing those things. If you just want just pure Easter eggs and 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 not of any other analysis or whatever, but I think they do get into some too, but they really like get into it deep. Mhm. Right. Right. Um. Well, where do you want to start? Yeah, I mean, let's start with, since we joked about Gwen, let's start with Gwen. Okay. Um, Gwen starts the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, which, again, I mean, it just, you know, we get a 20 minutes of, like, Gwen, you know, coming, you know, her story starting this out, and, and I like the way they, you know, they started this. It really set up the film in a way that, you know, we're, we, we have two spider people that we are we're really going to focus on miles and gwen and 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 really telling her story because we got we got that part you know we got it told to us alluded to in into the spider verse but then we got to see everything that really went down and why she lost her peter parker um who was you know her friend peter parker fleshed out in, in this film right well yeah it it would have been weird to start this movie out with Miles mm-hmm. um, because we had the first movie about Miles and like the whole doing the whole speech and and it just I think we we needed Gwen plays such a pivotal part in this movie mm-hmm. that you need to understand her motivations you need to start with her, give flesh out more of the backstory, and also why she she aligns herself with Miguel. Yeah. Um, you need to understand that. If you don't, the you're not they're not following the Gwen we met in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Just because her motivate her actions will seem so weird, but we have all we got all of her motivations within that opening sequence. Yeah. Uh, and that was enough to support a lot of the things that happened throughout the rest of the movie and a lot of her the reason why, why she behaves especially around Miles the way she does. Mm-hmm. Um and the choices she makes. Um so, so I agree. I, I, I like that opening sequence um, a whole lot. Um, love to see paper machete vulture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paper, like, yeah. It's, there, there are so many levels like to this movie just because, um, because it's animated. Mm-hmm. They were able to take different universes to a whole new level. Yeah. Yeah. Um because the art design varied so much between the universes that it just it just like made everything that much more visual and um fascinating rather than how other and I'm not just talking about Doctor Strange but how we've seen in other 
um, genre shows and movies that try to attempt the multiverse, but really sticking to, oh, it's just the same people, right? or it's the same place, but it's just people in different characters. It's not... But this this visually took it to a multiverse level um, that was was very cool and um, surprising. Yeah, completely. Yeah, and, and I, you're right. I mean, and it's only I, that's, I guess that's the thing as far as like this is taking it to the next step as far as like if if Miles is ever translated to live action, they won't be able to tell this type of story. This type of story. In, in live action and never come close to doing it justice to your to like you said to your point because of the the, the animated universe allows for it you know to give all those textures from the watercolor of, of Gwen to the you know with you know hobby punk as far as the post you know the, the dystopia and, and the color schemes I mean you know when we're on, on Miles' Earth versus Earth 42 versus you know wherever I mean, there's yeah, just so yeah. many, you know, there's just, and, and, and this is where, like, I will say, like, you know, because, just go punning out there, I mean, people are starting to talk about, you know, this is, will this film be considered for Best Picture this year with the Oscars and stuff? And I, and, I, and, I, and I do see some parallels to everything, everywhere, all at once, because it was also another multiverse type of story. And, right. and, 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 and it was, and it was a unique and textured way of, of, of really going through all these various universes presented at least in that and everything everywhere in a different way than that we've seen it where there was the over-reliance and CGI and stuff, you know, in, in some of the other places. Uh, or like you said, or just, you know, same people, just different, you know, sets turned a different way. And, and, and so I, I do see that similar vibe here with the, how they, how they really flesh out the multiverse here in, 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 in across the Spider-Verse. Right. What are your thoughts about the spot? The villain of the week. <laughs> yeah, I love that moment. From the moment he was introduced with the ATM machine and like and the redundancy, why are you calling the machine? I mean that and the chai yeah, I'll even joke about the chai the chai later, but uh yeah, with the spot he you know and I I, I, it was a great w- way instead of him just coming out of the gate being fully powered or whatever but see that evolution within this within the movie right. and 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 then teasing it like you know teasing it like oh he's going to be the main villain but then we as we you know as we'll get deeper into this we really see who the actual potential who the villains really are um uh, well, he still is the big villain. I mean, well, he's yes. the one who's gonna kill Miles's dad. Well, he's not. Well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. He he is the big villain in in the traditional sense. Yes. I mean, as far as you know, right. with the right. canon, so, you know, with the canon event that you know that all spider people must have, and it doesn't necessarily have to mean that a close a, a person close to them dies, but it you know, but there there is that. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, but, like, it's to me, the more I think about it with the spot, especially when we talk about his first sequence with the ATM machine, he talks a lot. 
He does. Both him, like, and and there's always that cliche, like the arch nemesis is basically the evil version of your main character. Mm-hmm. And in this way, when you think about the way he fights mm-hmm. and his the just the talk, 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 yeah. talk. He he definitely is like Spidey, and I only bring that up because there's a whole joke about how much Spidey <laughs> like it's a it's a known thing. Yep, it is. Like, dear Lord. Yeah. Um, but but it, it it is interesting how he's not the the opposite. Like he's not the same powered mm-hmm. villain but in so many ways he is a foil of spider-man the more i think about it and yeah. i think that's why he works so well yeah. to 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 become this arch ne- nemesis and to become the maybe the catalyst of um of the of the ultimate like thing that that miles has to overcome um, but yeah, there. Another reason why he works is because he he can play that part, um, while at the same time, the um, there are. I don't want to say there's more dangers, but there's other threats and there's other issues um, that Miles is dealing with mm-hmm. throughout this. Um, Throughout this movie, that allows um, the the plot not to get too stale to one note. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because because like to your point, there there is a lot of other like not necessarily bad guys, but not also on Miles's team. Like like all Spideys don't get along all the time. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, uh, um, exactly, exactly. Another thing, too, about Spot, before we move on from him, and as I noted with the growth, he also, and, and you I didn't think about that until you raised it, but you're right. I mean, it is, he does talk a hell of a lot. But also, the more he talks, you know, he went from being very kind of, like, CW-ish to, like, early on but then by as he as he grew and he grows in his power and stuff the the malevolence and the the, really started to resonate more in his voice where you you got more of that threat like you realize like oh yeah he could kill jeff yeah yeah and and that's the way when we talk about easter eggs or nods the movies is filled with them from the art design to mm-hmm. the voice acting to everything. And that's why this movie is meant to be rewatched, rewatched, rewatched. Mm-hmm. It, it just is. Um, and, and for me coming out of the movie, I was like you, it's, it's not better than the first one because I would argue it doesn't have a real ending. Um, but it, it's an interesting discussion to have that this movie can um, spark about sequels, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. a sequel in a trilogy. Yeah. Just because there's two two routes you can take with it. You can you can have your sequel, and we've seen this so many times with Marvel sequels, like that second movie. Oh, this is just just as like its own story that kind of connects to the first one. 
but it's just like it's like a filler and then you get your big one and the third one and um but it's its own story so it stands alone at the same time or you get your two towers yeah, yeah. <laughs> lord of the which this felt so much like two towers for me i know everyone's saying is saying um the Emperor. empire strikes yeah. back yeah i didn't think it was that dark no i don't <laughs> I think mean, so either no, it just—it felt more like Two Towers, which I will admit makes me really hesitant about the third one, just because this climax is so high that then we have to wait, and like I'm—I'm I'm a person who thinks that Infinity War is better than Endgame. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I've watched Infinity War far more times than I've watched Endgame, just Same. because. You know what's gonna happen. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, yeah. You're right, and I think you know, a lot of other people are. I think part of it too is people are doing the Empire comparison, is because Empire is a better film than than, than A New Hope. It is, and, and so yeah. I think there is that compare that that level to it as well. Another thing too that I thought that you know whenever we first started talking about this film it was it was going to be across the Spider-Verse part 1 and then part 2 they you know but then they some about I guess about a year or so ago they made the decision we're not going to do it the part 1 part 2 but they they rebranded them across and then beyond and I think actually I'm glad now that I've seen it I'm actually glad that they went that route because I whatever speaking to the ending uh, when they did the to be continued, uh, that was the first, you know, that was the only time. Once I, I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. They they it was supposed yeah. to be a part one, but prior to, but I wasn't I wasn't dissatisfied with the way that it ended. I know some people. Oh. I I actually I was like, oh, I, I like what to your point is that it is a very two towers. I, I found that a better comparison than Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I, I because I remember Two Towers being like so amped, and then I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? We have to wait a year, and now we have to wait nine months. It's, it's just, it's, it's a. I think, it it, it is annoying. It's mm-hmm. an annoying ending because you're like, oh, we were just getting to the good part. Yep, yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels. It, you're you're so immersed in this um, movie mm-hmm. and and to talk about the ending because we're already there not to say that we won't go back and talk about a few other things um, before we wrap this up but the ending um did it get you were you mm-hmm. because I will admit this movie got me it got I, me too. I was not thinking. I was just watching, absorbing. Yep. So did I notice that the mom's eyes were green? No. Nope. <laughs> did I notice everything in the room different color? No. Nope. <laughs> I was stuck on like, dude, zip up your coat. You're totally wearing yeah. <laughs> the I can see it. Yep. And so it got me how, and, and it was perfect. It was It was a perfect, like, the viewer is so immersed, they're not going to realize, hey, we told you maybe 10 minutes ago that this machine will send you back to the Earth mm-hmm. that your your spider came from. Yeah. 
And oh yeah, we told you Miles was bitten by the wrong spider. Right. He was not supposed to be Spider-Man. Yep. And and so he's sent. He he thinks he's going home. He ends up on Earth 42. And and it also got me because I was just like, yeah, this dude's prowler. Like, oh wait, no, he's not. No, yeah. no, my. And I, I knew, but a part of me wanted it actually to be the dad for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't so, know. I was all over the play at this yeah, point. Yeah. So the Prowler, but, yeah. So I, I started to suspect I was something. I was like, now where's J-? Whenever he arrived in Air 42 and he got in the room and stuff. So all the all the visual clues, I, I was like you. I was so engrossed in the story. That at that point I was just like I'm, I, you know, I, yeah I'm, I'm not focusing on like all the clues in the room. I was focused on Miles uh, and and he's finally you know, he's home and he's gonna tell Rio the you know he's gonna tell his mom all the I'm Spider Man he, he's gonna finally do it and so whenever she when he told her and she was like you know she didn't have the reaction I thought she was gonna have I was like what's going on. But I still didn't like realize, didn't fully like appreciate what was what was going on until that moment when he, you know, when when Uncle Jeff shows up, and then I was like, oh fuck, ah. So then I was like, yeah. and that's when I was just like, oh, did did spot the spot. Miles re- yeah, as soon as Miles realizes, you realize. Like, yeah. and that's why I say it was played perfectly yeah. because that is when we are supposed to realize is when Miles realizes it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like, like I love how the mom's reaction didn't even throw me. I was like, Miles, yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when yeah, when Jeff when 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 Aaron draw, walks in and then and then I'm like, oh. And the, but even then, I was just like, okay, he's at a new Earth. All right, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going along. I'm going along. But then they end up in the, they go up to the top, and they end up in the room. And instead of like, you know, in, 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 into the Spider Verse, you know, Peter, Peter B. Parker was the one ended up on the, on the uh, punching bag. Mm-hmm. And then, but this, in this film is Miles, and then the whole prowl, and even he's getting the prowler gear and stuff. But even at that, I mean, when they had the big reveal that. Uh, you know that this Earth's Miles is, is the Prowler. I was just like, holy shit! I was just like, you're right. I was like, Dude, why I gotta wait till March? I want this now. Yeah. 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 And assuming they uh, assuming they stay with March at this point, they may move it to next summer. <laughs> watch your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about what about Miguel? What yeah. are your thoughts, Miguel? So. Miguel and Jessica Drew, just Drew are like <laughs> the thing that whenever they had the big chase and, and and everything, everything around those characters, you know, basically for me it was like skin folk ain't necessarily kin folk because um, you know because I mean I, I know he's Irish Mexican, um, you know Jess is I think she's Afro latina as well maybe or she may be fully african-american but the point is you know person of color didn't always mean that's gonna be like you know there's not necessarily gonna be your natural ally mm-hmm. and, and and so that was and you know so between how how miguel was treating miles as far as the whole canon event and the anomaly and and all that 
that. I mean, there was definitely that element where I was just like, huh, Hobby's right. There was the Hobby Brown, Hobby Spider was Spider Punk was 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 necessary to like help show Miles that you know he was that foil to show Miles that you know the establishment isn't always cracked up what it what it is what it what it, what you well, think it is. Also, Gwen. Yeah. Because Gwen is just as as lost in this as mm-hmm. Miles is. Because yeah. they are they are kids. Yeah. Um, and they one is, and they both in a way are running from their parents, from their reality, and from mm-hmm. their world. They're they're, they're teenage runaways. Yeah. Um, and so Gwen Gwen I think served that role in the first one. Yep. Um, but your point, that's why they needed to bring in Hobby so he could do that, make that juxtaposition. Um, and really be the cool uncle, mm-hmm. not not the prowler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a but but kind of like you. This is fun, but just remember, like there's 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 someone pulling the strings. There's mm-hmm. someone who this is this is their mission or their worldview that may not align with you the more you start to understand. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, Jess, you know, cause I mean, it, it even, it, even, it even Jess recognizes it too. I mean, she's just like, we're supposed to be the good ones. Good guys. If I recall, I think she, didn't she utter that line? Uh, whenever. I, I, I frankly don't yeah. remember I, um, for sure, but you're right that there are cracks in um, her allegiance to Miguel, mm-hmm. um, and I think part of that is because we're we're led to believe that there's this mother daughter relationship going on between her and Gwen, and she's pregnant at the time, so right. she her maternal instincts are on full blast. Yeah. Um. So she 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 doesn't like she a she's the one who didn't want to leave Gwen behind. Right. Um, so, so in a way, if Miguel wants to be pissed at anybody, he should be pissed at her because mm-hmm. if one hadn't gone with them, then she wouldn't have gone and seen Miles, and none of this would have happened. So, just I'm just saying, yeah. Jessica, take some accountability. Yeah. Um, but and then, yeah. So she starts to see, and so does um, Peter B. Parker, who. I'm glad they brought him back mm-hmm. and Mayday. Yep. Mayday. Mayday. Yep. Okay, Will. Yeah. Will. Okay. I while we're talking, I was waiting on this and we're here. So the third movie opens. Is there is there better odds for the opening like like that? I'm Spider Man. This is my story. Coming from Mayday or Earth Forty Two Miles. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Because I can go either way. I would love Mayday opening, but I can also see why they would do, like, you think you're going to open with a Spider-Man origin story, but this is about Miles, so we're going to do the Prowler origin Mm -hmm. story on Earth. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, it could go either way, especially the way that that thing ended, you know... 
Yeah, you can make strong cases arguments for both. Uh, it probably, I think you're right though. Probably will end up with Miles of Earth 42 give his origin story. Yeah. Um. So, so was your favorite new Spider-Man or Spider-Man version? Was it Hobie? It was Hobie. It was Hobie. Yeah, it's hard not. To him, I don't know, but then but man, Blotton, I don't know, Indian Spider-Man was good too, though. I mean, <laughs> just, he, he was, he was, but especially okay. the whole the whole chai. I just I think from the comic relief point, you know, the chai tea chai. I mean, it's well from from just me just having that my wife's Indian and like having this having. I think it was like that South Asian having that hearing that chai tea discussion before it just like it just landed on me like so many times over why i just kept every time they said chai i just started laughing because it just like it just landed (laughs) yeah from the cult yeah Yeah. and there are more than just chai out there guys there's there's also um yeah i could go into a different story but i'm not right now but there's things that (laughs) Non-bread. Yeah. It's, just, it's just bread. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. 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 Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, it's it's hard not yeah. to, like, just automatically go to Hobie because I think we got the most mm-hmm. from him in terms of time. And also, he felt more like if he had been in the first movie, he would have been part of the gang. Like yeah. it mm-hmm. didn't feel too too new. He felt familiar in a way. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Well, sir, I'm just trying to think about. Yeah. I mean, I know we touched. Yeah, I know we touched a little bit on the the canon events. Just you know that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're not gonna not talk about the best cameo. Oh yeah. Um, Donald yeah. Prowler. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, right. I heard people explain the meta meta on top of meta of this can of this cameo appearance. Mm-hmm. It hit it hit anybody who's ever seen a single movie. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like like I my theater was not packed. However, there were I heard just as many little voices as I heard big voices laughing. Um, and we've talked about a few movies recently, um, superhero movies in particular, and humor. And yeah, this got the most laughs, mm-hmm. like consistent. Yeah, same, um, same. And, Both theaters. And rightfully so. Yeah. Rightfully so. And and like you can maybe understand one level of the meta evidence and just appreciate this cameo. But yeah. um, shout out to them for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then I learned, like, to go back to Hobie, it took me just one podcast to know that, yeah, that was Daniel. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, like, that dude, like, nobody remembers he's British. No, <laughs> no one does. Yep. So, oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. Um, I love that we saw the the team at the end. Mm-hmm. Um. And 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 this whole canon, this whole idea, um, because this is the multiverse done right. But 
this is the Spider-Verse. And um, considering last year we started our year talking about No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in particular, their switch up with the death, sorry, spoiler, spoiler, um, the death of May instead of Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no Uncle Ben in that universe. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but how that caught us all off guard. And it's not that this whole thing, that it, that it hit me in this way, but it was very interesting, like, how... Maybe that was the wrong thing to bring up. It just rem- it, it felt so much like in the first one when you're watching it and you finally it finally like hits you like yeah Spider-Man all this time has just been a metaphor for adolescence. I mean white yeah. stuff comes out right like right. come on guys. Yep. Um, and but this movie it's so much about just like these this character is. There are so many different versions of him, mm-hmm. or her, or them. Mm-hmm. Yet, yet there is this consistency, and it always reminds me of when we talked about what if, yeah. and what I said about Peter Parker, and that like in the wake, he's lost, he's dealt with a lot of loss at such a young age, but he's consistently optimistic. Yeah. And this is where again I have another hesitation about the third movie. Because I I totally understand like he Miles has to write his own destiny, mm-hmm. but a part of me is like, dude, let your father die because <laughs> <laughs> I, it's not that I'll lose credibility with you. It's just that you haven't lost as much. <laughs> well, he lost, but I think, but but it's I don't know if it's necessarily father. I think it's father figure. To your point. May was yeah. the, 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 you know, it's that figure as far as, like, if you whenever a Peter or a spider person has lost someone. Yeah, it, yeah, so yeah. the mom can die. Yeah. I just need someone close to him die. I, but, like. But I think he's already had that moment, though. I think with Aaron, but, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that did run through my mind where I'm like, but I thought in the first one it was the Uncle Aaron moment. Yeah. So why doesn't that count? And also, but then there was that weird moment when he pointed out, your dad's a captain, Gwen. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't deny, like, she, it's almost as if she knows her dad's going to die. And that's why he, she was so happy when he resigned as being captain. Right. And then I'm starting to think, okay, we get it. In this universe, there's this captain thing, but in my universe, it's always about Ben. <laughs> right. Or, or in, in Gwen, to your point, in Gwen's universe, instead of being her captain, Stacy, it, 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 her, her, her canon event is Peter dying as a lizard. Yeah. Right, right. Well, and, and I think it's, in, in, you know, and I think, too, like I said, I don't, I think the canon events, it could also be, you know, you know, it could be you know then some some canon is it's events is it's Gwen and, and and Peter getting together or is Gwen or is Peter and 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 Mary Jane getting married you know and so I mean it's well, I think I it's a think yeah I I think the canon events are death like I'm dark in the inside and yeah. I'm just gonna say yeah. like 
Kids to lose something. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got to lose yeah. something. Yeah, but I mean, I don't necessarily mean, I don't know if it has to necessarily mean death. I mean, like, you know, Gwen made the point. It's like every, every usually most universes, Peter and Gwen get together at some point. Maybe in this one they don't, you know? That could be the loss. Yeah. Right. Which, I mean, they kind of had that loss, been dealing, rectifying that with this movie and how. Yeah. They they don't like that they have to be the only one of them in their world, and they want to run away and and be with people who are like them. So I don't I don't know, um, but it's it's as a viewer and as a love of this character mm-hmm. and this version of this character. Again, I'm just I'm just I'm yeah, just speaking about my hesitancies. And things that like, hmm, I wonder what they're gonna do. They're gonna surprise me. They're gonna yeah. they already have this figured out. They're gonna they're gonna pull it off. I'm just saying somebody has to die and it better not be Mayday. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it your point, I thought I thought actually you were gonna say it's gonna be Peter B. Parker. I was about to say it, yeah. I was just about yeah. to say it, yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know. But granted, it, we're talking about this movie, which we did not get as much Peter B. Parker as we did in the first movie. No. We might get more in the third movie, and if we do, that might be very serviceable. But we'll see. Um, it, it's just, like, to be continued endings, so annoying, but great for theory spirals. It's awesome for theory spirals. I mean, yeah, Miguel, yeah, I mean, you know, even Miguel, like, getting to, like, his, breaking his own canon by, like, replacing replacing his spider, and, and also the fact that he wasn't bitten. He, like, manufactured his, you know, spider power. So, so he, you know, so I think canon events can be any number of things, is, is my take yeah. on that. Yeah, and it's just like, I mean, to that point, he he's upset. Well, him calling out Miles for how he how his powers came about, like, dude, mm-hmm. talk about hypocrisy. You yeah. you manufactured yours. So it's yeah, it's very interesting. Like like, and this is just further proven. Very well written. Yeah. Because you you see all the angles, and you you don't you don't have editors. Um, <laughs> I am so anxious to get into the next topic. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's do it. But like, yeah, you don't have editors to like <laughs> say, oh, oh, you're telling the truth now. <laughs> oh, here's a photo. You just disprove that you're lying. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, everyone. Um, I'm sure within the next nine months we'll definitely have little rambles about yeah. um, this movie as maybe. we pregame for the fi- final movie of maybe. the trilogy. But maybe maybe we could do a watch along or something uh, before the next movie comes out, something like that. <laughs> yeah, that would be like a three-hour movie because we'll every three minutes we'll be like, pause it. <laughs> you see this? Let's let yep. <laughs> But okay. The um, not to rip, rap on nerd talk because oh my god I just yeah Vanderpump rules okay it's, well yeah 
Will. Yeah. Will, 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 Will. Yep, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> the big reveal. Yeah. Bravo overplayed their hand. As for a viewer, I think I think you got more out of I it got, than I, I did. Yeah, I did. I, I completely agree with you there because I, you know, I'm, I'm a Vanderpump virgin. Uh, yes. So, so literally, yeah. So I was just like, as I, as I mentioned to you earlier today, I was like, I had two holy fuck moments. That was one of them. <laughs> but, so, so here's my question. Yeah. As a VPR virgin. Yeah. Did you believe her? With because the last five minutes that they've been boasting will change everything is Raquel finally quote unquote owning up to the entire timeline. Yes. But did you believe her? And also, did you believe those tears? Yes and yes. Well, the tears. Yeah, I think I do. I think I did. I mean, I, you know, and I don't know. I don't have the experience with the with these characters right. like you do but but I will say just given the dynamics that she and Tom had and especially in into your <laughs> as you were joking earlier about editing uh, thinking back to the uh, I guess it was the, the first was it first reunion or second part two where the, the, the trailer where Tom was just like I, I need some space I just want to talk to her without the camera part two yeah part two, part two yeah it was last week so Wade wants to talk with the camera off, mm-hmm. and 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 also the whole with the whole cast, the whole crew, everybody there on, on stage and and all, and Tom trying to manufacture the timeline and and all. Oh, yeah. I, I do I do think that she was she was being honest about when they actually did hook up, and, and the, I, I think there is some well. Well, she she also claimed they didn't go to St. Louis, and yet they showed a photo, photo of, of them from there her, from her Instagram. Yeah. Okay. God, yes. <laughs> how, how do you do that? And then also there yeah. were all those weird moments when the um, the producer was asking a question, and she would have this blank face and smile, and and then he'd be like, "Oh, that's a lie too." Yeah. Um, which the producer? Why didn't you ask about the Coachella thing? Okay, yeah, yeah. because that was all of pretty much all every all of the things that she in the last five minutes in that interview um, contradicted and said no, that actually did happen. Yeah, um, were were very like a, you could remember it from the reunion about yeah. those questions being asked because they also did a good job of her clearly whenever Tom responded to those questions, she like I could already tell I was like, that's a lie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a lie. And and it just she was not I don't believe the tears because for two reasons. She, one, I don't believe the tears because well, maybe the tear maybe you could say the tears were real because she really doesn't like lying. I guess I was just angry by that because I'm like, dude, yeah. You don't like lying and you're upset that you had to lie, yet you're not upset 
that you hurt all of your friends who want nothing to do with you right now. You're not upset that yeah. you're now a whore, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. seen as one, um, and just, like, played for this fool. Like, like you're you're not upset at your actions. You're upset that you had to lie about them. That, yeah. I I don't I don't understand that. Yeah. And and also it's really hard for me to take her seriously when she's crying when they show that behind the scenes clip after she finally leaves the stage, and she goes in there and then breaks down and says, "Man, I'm like we're like it's a lot. I don't like being seen this way." And then. Two minutes later, she's suddenly laughing about it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of a comment that James made about how Allie's an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> was, I, I just, I mean, say what you want about Sandoval, he's consistent. He is. He's just like one moment she's in tears, the next moment she's like stone faced and doesn't understand. Like, clearly has forgotten her lines. I don't, I don't yeah. know. She just makes it. And, and then, I, why, as a viewer, why a lot, of, a lot of the OG viewers and a lot of the people who have been following Scandaval, like, for the last three months, this twist was not big enough. It's because for the last three months, while the show is airing, these like Lala, Sheena, um, have both had podcasts, mm-hmm. and they've talked about all of these lies, and kind of explained and disproved them. And like, so, so I was not surprised when Raquel's like, "Yeah, I I spent the night and we had sex at their house." Oh, in their room, in their room <laughs> with, with the grand when the grandmother died. <laughs> it's like that was just like. Uh, that oh was... my god! I can't believe you said that just because of something that happened like early in the show. Like no, no. It was the, well, now the the, the the comment with the with the t shirt. Let's talk about the t shirt. Oh my god! <sighs> uh, I don't know what was a longer silence after he said that, or in this re- reunion part two when he had to answer that did Sheena punch Raquel. Question. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you 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 told me that was one of your holy fuck moments, but well, yeah, it was more more not so much. Well, I mean, it was more just like, dude, really? Like, it was just disgusting that he said that. One, just you know, it was it was like, I mean, not. How do I answer? How, how did I say this without like? I will say, I mean, it was it's one. It was not so much the T-shirt comment. Mm-hmm. It was more like his comment after like that, where he was just like, just basically like saying he was disgusted by that. Whereas, I mean. Like, 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 I don't know. It was just one of those things where, as a, as a, as a guy, it was, it was just, it was just like, I know so many people that, that's, that's, you know, and just looking like, looking on Twitter, like women and men both just like responding to that, like, dude, I mean, a lot of people really find that pretty hot, you know? 
and and it just but it was it is his his body language his vibe his delivery everything about it it was it was it was more it was as much that than that 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 was the part that really just like made me like this guy is just like who who is this man he's just it was just disgusting to me that he was that part that aspect of it was what was disgusting see in a weird way i was like thank you for saying that because this final because so much of this reunion Mm -hmm. he's had to bite his tongue Mm mm-hmm and there's been a few moments of outbursts, and that was one of them, and that was the biggest one. Yeah. Where and and it reminds me because I um, Ariana is finally doing interviews, mm-hmm. um, and I think it was um, Call Me Daddy did a big interview with her, and she she talked about their final scene in the season finale, um, and how she was so happy when he started yelling at her and they were capturing it on camera Yeah. because it's like, thank you for showing the public, like helping me prove my story and my perspective because, because she knows what he's going to do. She's going to, he, he's going to play that has somehow manipulated the situation. So he's the victim Mm -hmm. and she's the crazy one that didn't happen. And the longer this reunion went on, he he's realizing, like, this is not working out. And so he's going to have that outburst moment because, yeah, he's 40 and James is 25. And I and James, James is James. Yeah. But they are very similar at yeah. times. Mm-hmm. And it did annoy me, like, like some, at some points I'm like, guys, get James off the stage. He's had his moment. Yeah. I really need I really need to hear more from Katie mm-hmm. because Katie should have went in on Sandoval. I wanted that so bad. Yeah. Um and and I just felt like James would not allow some of these other women these women um to talk yeah. about about it. But but yeah, that that moment I was like the, oh my god but I'm not I wasn't also surprised because I'm no. like of course he would say something about that because he is also coming from the trailer moment from part two where Raquel was even like dude you told me you weren't having sex right and and Ariana picked up on this mm-hmm. and she's like oh I'm gonna say this so of course he's gonna come back with something like that yeah. that disgusting because she's she's totally fucking up his game yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like but but then again it's like um raquel you spent valentine's day with them mm-hmm. like you watched them and whenever it was the three of you they were kissing i know yeah what the heck was that moment i think the biggest twist was when it was raquel's idea that the they throw? like she first oh the threesome said, oh, we could be a thruple. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, th- that was, yeah, the threesome was, for me, was kind of like, huh, okay. I mean. My God. Yeah, I'm like, I, she's, I mean, just, do you have any self-esteem or pride or just, I mean, I, and, you know, la la, I mean, you know, because that, that was, to, to your point about James and also everybody on, during the during the prime part of the episode, the the constant like shouting over one another and then 
like the, you know, you know, no one's coming to this with clean hands. And yeah, and, and so it reached a point for me where, you know, part part of me I was just like, I was like, you just kick James off the stage because he's not adding anything. Right. Schwartz was just kind of there. Oh, but okay, but Schwartz did have that one moment where he asked the most bizarre question and we got um, some of the most emotion from Ariana. Yeah. And and it, I, at first I was like, oh, it's just going to go in on him because why the, why the fuck would you ask that question? Like, oh, we're just been spending hours talking about like Tom's downfall. So while the world's hating him, Ariana, how does it feel that everyone loves you now? Yeah. Like, Okay. Yeah. yeah, that was just like, dude, I mean, and I know they're coming back for season 11, but I'm like, after this reunion, like, how do they come back? Hey, that's been the question since March 1st, when yeah. the news broke. Like, how yeah. how do you, because, uh, like, in that stupid restraining order, like, yeah. Sheena would have, still has not, not spoken to Raquel never received an apology for anything because I guess Raquel doesn't know how to write handwritten letters and like send it on a pigeon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it, there's, uh, but, but I have heard some of the cast members say, we don't want them to be fired. We no. just are not going to film with them. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, you don't want to cut, yeah, you don't want to cut the gravy train for sure, but, but right. Which, which a part of me going into this was thinking like, is Tom gonna at the end of it say, this was because I I I fucked up my entire life to save this show. I would have been fascinated had he said that because I was thinking about this. Yeah, we're talking about somebody who's been on this show for ten years, mm-hmm. like ten years of his life. He's been in a relationship for almost that same amount of time on screen. Yep. He has he's opening um, his own restaurant on top of already having a piece of one of Lisa's restaurant. He has his band. He's like on the top of the world. Yeah. So it's like pure self um, sabotage or the writer, the producers came to him and some of the OGs and said, guys, our ratings are not doing good. Yeah. We don't. We are. We're gonna try to spice it up, but we we need more, or else the show's gonna get canceled. Mm-hmm. And then Tom thought to himself, "Well, the biggest thing that has ever happened in reality TV shows are when people get cheated on. Yeah. So, let me just try this again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just run this, run this out. I, yeah. That would have been a huge twist, and also might the cast members might be like, okay, this is going too far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did see where Lisa is like uh, she's starting a new uh, another show yeah. on a, a Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw that today, but still, yeah. I've been digesting the yeah. finale. Oh, I have other- to. I have to. I, I, yeah. Uh, it's been so you know because I, there's other people out there right now like me who. Because of because of you because of friends like you who was like oh talk you know bringing it up you gotta watch this and and now I'm sucked in so like you know now that I know they're they'll be filming this summer and so I'm like okay you know next step for me is like okay let me let me let me ping Sarah get some good 
Vanderpump uh, podcast. I know you sent me a couple. <laughs> so. Oh, that one with Nick Vale, um, yeah. where last week he interviewed um, one of Ariana's best friends, yeah. um, who I actually appeared in the finale. Fascinating. It was. It was. I watched. Yeah. And and further proves why I can't legit legitimately take what anything that Raquel or Tom says seriously. I just can't. Yeah, yeah. I really, yeah. I, I struggle with it because they're saying things, they're doing other things, and I don't think that they mean. I mean, that's, yeah. Well, there's um, like, and but, there's, there's there, there are the receipts. I mean, you like, you know, like the question, did you go to, have you been to St. Louis? No. And then the receipt, boom. Oh, there's the Instagram photo. I mean, that's. So, yeah, it's just, it's, oh my God. Mind-boggling. It says yeah. mind-boggling as just answer the question: Why the fuck did you buy a lightning bolt necklace? Yep. On <laughs> knowing, knowing that like, like, and then wear it mm-hmm. when, when, and flaunting it when you're around Ariana. Like it doesn't. Nobody's answering that question. Like, why would you do this on TV? Like, what did you expect? Oh my God, it's yeah. just, it's mind boggling. Yeah. Um, but we have gone on and on about a lot yeah. of different things. Yeah, and to, um, yeah, one thing. So we can fairly put this in our scene and nerd show because they are totally advertising towards us because I saw a couple flash promos during the episode last night. So, so there you go. <laughs> Hey, we we may be called being a nerd. You can be nerdy about reality TV shows. You I mean, totally can. Me, I'm like a Vanderpump Rules encyclopedia. You I totally are. Episodes, oh my God. It's, it's ridiculous the history I know about this because I've seen the show five million times. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, well I but, am glad. I am so excited that you. I, I'm. I know I didn't convert you to Star Trek, but it's 50 years of lore. But with Vanderpump, I'm so I'm so glad you pulled me in because this is I I I have been my uh, my reality TV diet has been very uh, starved lately, and I and I I'm, I'm glad to be eating sitting at this table with you. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of tea. It's a <laughs> lot of tea, and we'll, we'll see what happens with season 11. I'm sure we'll get some information about it. Um. I I hope that I don't though. I I never follow what happens off season. This is the first time, so okay. so I, I we'll we'll see what I'm just I'm just curious. I'm just curious about where this is gonna go. Yeah, yeah. Um, because because it's a ten year show. There's there's been a lot of like people not wanting to film with people. So this isn't a first. But this is rarely significant. Um, but anyways, on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. You can find me at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Find us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.cenanerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Good night. Keep out. You're welcome.